I'm here to announce the Ellie and Bex podcast. What an announcement. What are you, are you beatboxing over there? No, I was being like a spinning wheel. Do you want to oh. know what we ended up on? Yeah, sure. 11 to 1. Did you have your money on that? Uh, that was yesterday's... No, it wasn't. I was going to say that was yesterday's date because it was the 11th of the 10th. Well, I was going to so say you were in October. It has been the 11th of the... Yeah, well... <laughs> Anyhow, you didn't Anyhow. have your, so you didn't have your money on it. Sorry, I didn't. Okay. I have my money on double zero. Always Dif- go the green. Different game, mate. Oh, okay, oh. I don't know. I haven't been to the casino in a long time. I'd like to. I miss it. You know what? If this was a casino, this would be the craps table. <laughs> just, just saying. Well done. I'll pay that. <laughs> I'm out. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, we talk. There's few stories in here. I'm going to put them towards oh, the back in case you get a queasy they're stomach. They're actually quite good, though. They're very, very good, and good on our audience for getting. Uh, up around that. Hey, um, Bunnings, they're doing more than just lowest prices and sausage sizzles. Yeah. It's COVID-related and you want to hear it. It's on this podcast. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. I just wanted to update you on something. Yesterday we mentioned that um, it's being reported that Redcliffe are being locked in as the 17th team, the second franchise out of Brisbane for the NRL, Mm -hmm. Uh, at which point you declared your allegiance, despite the fact that we work very closely with the Sunshine Coast Falcons, Mm -hmm. and um, you were referring to them all day in an irritating tone as the... The Finns. Okay. Well, I just wanted to let you know, justice has prevailed overnight because I read an article that suggested that the NRL were considering um, talking about the actual name of the club. Yeah, the Finns. And changing it. No, they can't. They're the Finns. <laughs> They're not. No one's the ever... Finns. I'm jumping I on board. I have called footy live from there and no one has ever said, oh, you're at the home ground of the Finns. Yeah, no, they do. Trust me. They don't. You're from Subiaco. Yeah, but I've got friends in high places, Folks, mate. of course, our state, uh, whether you like it or not, is at the bottom end of the list when it comes to vaccination rates, be it one jab or two, and in a bid to uh, push the number up to where it needs to be for all of us to be able to see our friends, family, etc. The government's looking at innovative ways uh, to get the jab into your arm. Mm -hmm. Yep, and so that's why they've announced that as of this Saturday, you can get your jab at Bunnings. Certain Bunnings, not uh, any on the sunny coast, I don't think. Been down the list, there's 20 locations. None of them here on the sunny coast as of yet. I know, but, you know, if you want to go to Brizzy. I'll tell you what, low expectations are just the beginning in this situation. Uh, but, uh, no, good on them and good on Bunnings because, you know, it could be very difficult for us, and particularly as a media organisation, to um, have our public stance. Mm-hmm. You and I personally, and don't mind saying, would like to see Australia open and safe as quickly as possible. Yeah, both so you and I are double vaxxed. We are doubled down and, and, and you know, uh, whether that loses your friends or not, well, so be it. But for an organisation to come out and go, you know what, use our car park or mm-hmm. whatever it's going to be, pretty full on. Good on them. Yeah. But I think someone... At Bunnings HQ has seen more of a commercial opportunity here mm, because right? we've actually got some mates and I actually got um, one of their ads, their famous ads, mm. this one's coming out this week, just shows that I I think they're, they're sort of commercially leveraging this whole jab thing. Head into your local Bunnings warehouse this weekend for these pop-up vaccination deals. Get our snag and jab deal, just $2.50 or four fifty with a Coke. Forgotten your face mask? Don't worry, just head up the paint aisle and we'll see you on the way out for some AstraZeneca. Spring cleaning? Get our double vax deal. An Azito shop vac with a bonus Pfizer jab, just $89. Or get things moving again with our injection and erection combo. Scaffolding kit with bonus Moderna jab, just $249. Let's stick together, people. Our glue and flu pack, a twin pack of liquid nails and Pfizer in the arm for just $24.99. Bunnings Warehouse, where we actually do COVID 17.1. 
It was COVID-19, but we beat it by 10%. <laughs> Get it? Ellie and Bex. 91.9 BFM. Property hunting. What a drag, am I right? Would you not? Have you ever? I, I, mean, think, I don't think you have. I I've mean, hunted for rentals. You move straight from home to out with your boyfriend on the Gold Coast, I think, and then from the Gold Coast to Shepparton or back to Perth um, to mum and dad's and then to Shepparton. You don't know what you're talking about. I've lived in like eight different houses since I left home. Left home. Thank okay. you very much. Rentals. I moved back home like five times in between. <laughs> but, you know, well, wouldn't good. you? It's a mansion. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. Okay. All right. Your dad's the only judge in the world <laughs> to live in squalor. Okay. So, yes, property, I can tell you that. And, and I know I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of people, rental or otherwise, mm. it's tough. It is tough, um, which is why a stat that I've read today has made me feel a little bit proud. What, did, many... you, what, did, what did you do in order to gain that pride? What was your con- contribution, your achievement? <laughs> You're about to hear. Okay? Oh, great. There are a oh, lot of suburbs in Queensland. Yes. My friend Luke Bex yes. Tui. Yes, yes. There's some in Cairns. Here we go. What's, what's special about Budrum, please, mate? There's some in the Gold Coast. There's even some in Brisbane. But Sorry, I'll have what, you I know fell asleep. Sorry, what? That the most popular suburb for property hunters in all of this great state that we live in, Beck, yes, 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 is one. Budrum! Yeah, it's super popular because none of you freaks can afford to live where I do. So, you know. Just winding you up. Come on. Oh, sorry. I didn't realise that Bedina <laughs> was where all the fancy people lived. I didn't realise <laughs> that you had to be super rich to live in Bedina. We do, we do the same job. Thank you very much. Jenny Paygat, we've been over this already today. Well, you do turn up six hours after me. <laughs> so, to be fair, where's that pay gap going? Anyhow, congratulations, Budrum. But I think the thing... About Budrum is it's so bloody big. It is big. You're right. Uh, 45,000 highly engaged house buyers have searched for property in Budrum in the last 12 months. I wonder where months. the disengaged people look. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's we're me. Gonna, if they're heading down to Bedina and they're like, nah, not really. Oh, we're too rich. Couldn't be bothered. Can't afford that, that's for sure. Couldn't be bothered. Only the richest of the rich can afford houses in Bedina. Listen, do you want me to go through? Do you want me to no, direct, no, direct everyone okay. to Google the Cheney family in Western Australia? Nah, that's okay. Um, How many hundreds of millions? Are we good? <laughs> the interesting thing about Budrum and yeah. all the people searching there, yeah. most of them are already Sunny Coast locals. You know how so many people are moving to the Sunny Coast? So people right? who live here want to live yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good. And I get it because that's where I live and we're pretty great in Budrum. We've got some good cafes. We've got a little waterfall. We've got mm. heaps of leafy greens. Mm. Um, it's a good little village. Post office is great. We really should have figured a way out of this one. Okay. <laughs> and thank you for sticking around. With an E. Because I did warn you a few minutes ago yes. that I was going to tell you a story about my ill-fated journey. Yeah, but I, I don't think you're using ill-fated in the right terminology. Well, I think this is like, you know, Sam Frost and segregation. I think this is probably, we kind of get what you mean, but I don't think it's the right word. All right, well, I'll tell you the story and you can decide for yourselves. Yeah, um, no, I want to ask the question. Yes. When did poor, poor preparation... Oh, my God, ruin your sentence, perhaps? When did poor preparation... That was a bad time to stumble. Our number is prime, poor, prime. It was a very bad time to say. Prime one, prime. When did poor preparation cost you? Perfect. Because it cost me last week Uh um, on the public holiday. Decided to go for a little road trip. Uh Uh-huh. So literally didn't really know. By yourself? 
No, no, went, went with uh, maybe someone that I've been seeing a little bit of. Whoa! Okay, calm down. Just seeing a little bit like, d- 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 okay, Whoa, whoa, whoa. You should have just said friend. Then no one would have thought anything. But now I, I have to highlight it. People know it's my job. No, just uh, it is a friend. Oh, yeah, of course. A, a girl named. Anyway, so decided to do this road trip. Guys. We'll talk about it later, no. but I think we all know what just happened. Stop it. No, we do not. Okay, good. I did not. Come, stop it. Anyway, so didn't want to go south because it was a bit like COVID down there. Yep. No. Yeah, okay, yes. It was a bit COVID in the Gold Coast, so it's thought. It's not a word. All right, let's just open up the maps, pick a location. Yes. And just. So, mm. open Google Maps and saw Tin Can Bay. Yes. Thought, you know what? Let's go to Tin Can Bay. Jumped in the car. The reason you went was because. I rave about it. Yeah. But in my defence, I rave about it for crabbing. Yes. And you have a boat that yes. you take Which and you go on your boat. a crucial part of this story. So we hightail it out you to and... this friend and yep. hightail it out to TCB. Yeah. And um, an hour and a half it takes us to get there. Uh-huh. We arrive and we go down and we're like, we'll just you go for a swim for at the beach. Smooches. No, we did not. Get some dry through. What do you want? Oh, you can have whatever you want. I'm not going to count the calories. You can you can afford to eat it. Okay, babe. you can afford. That is not the point of this conversation. Okay, I'm asking you when poor oh, preparation it is cost now. you. <laughs> it is now. Got in the car, went to Tinker Bay, arrived. Yes. Like, oh, we'll go for a swim at the beach. Not really much of a beach at Tinker Bay. Tide was out. Nowhere to swim. There's not a beach anywhere yeah. where the tide is out, mate. I, so, I so, so it's the town's fault that you didn't consult the tide charts when you were going well, somewhere tidal and coastal. Maybe, Just checking. Maybe. Okay. Then we thought, okay, well, there's nowhere to swim. It was super hot on the public holiday, you may yeah. remember. So I thought, okay, why don't we just <laughs> go for lunch somewhere? Yeah. As it turns out, not many places in Tinker Bay. It's a public holiday. Open on a public holiday for lunch. So that was scratched off the list. Yeah, yeah. After just driving around aimlessly for a bit. Yeah, pulled over. Do you want to just make out? No. Okay, good. I'm sure that happened. <laughs> Saw the IGA. Yeah, good old Iga saves the day. Yeah, thought, all right, we'll go there. We'll get a little snack. Yes. Walked in, not much to eat for lunch in the IGA, so picked oh, up You're some... really ragging on. On a public holiday, the only open establishment in a hey, rural town. It was great. It had a good little gift table. There was oh, did you guys a lot buy each treats. other a gift? <laughs> it's our one-day anniversary. I haven't had a boyfriend in years. Okay, he's not... <sighs> Oh, jeez, you're riding, you, what you're doing is you're riding that little sort of precipice of not wanting to insult the gentleman by saying, oh, he's nothing to me, and not wanting to really tell the world how you're feeling. We'll come back to that later. No, we will not, okay? Anyway, went to the IGA, got a snack and said, yes. all right, let's just go for a yeah, swim. Yeah, did. Swim it. <laughs> How about these abs? Swim at the beach at Coolum. So we drove all the way back. Yep. And went to Coolum Beach right, instead. Let me summarise, everyone. Mm. So you didn't prepare. You didn't read the tide. No. Uh, the um. The you didn't look at the tide times. Didn't check things to do. You didn't realise that it was a public holiday. Yeah. And you went to a rural town and got the shits because nothing was open. Yeah, pretty much. But you're okay with it because you're in the honeymoon period no, of a that's relationship. Not, that's not the point. Five four five double one nine one nine. Okay. I, I want to okay, know. I want to ask you this question. This will tell you. This will tell everyone everything they need to know. And I want you to be honest with me, Eleanor. Has he driven your car? He has, actually. <gasps> okay, no, that's not the point. Let's go to Marissa in Noosa. Marissa, has it cost you, my friend? Uh, not exactly me, but I guess it was kind of my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be a really lovely idea. Um, for Christmas, I got my parents a couple of years ago now um, a trip to Sydney. 
Not so fashionable nowadays, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, do, don't do that to someone you love nowadays. <laughs> and look, they'd never been to Sydney, so I thought, oh, I'll send them there, you know, have a little week, long weekend away. Um, so I flew them down on the Friday and they were supposed to fly back on the Monday night. However, no one, none of us checked the ticket and I had booked their flight for a week after. Oh, no. Oh, great job. Great job. So you know, I just wanted you guys to have a long time, that's all. <laughs> for like a few extra days because they couldn't get a flight out. It was just like uh, some sort of strange like thing that they just couldn't get any flights. And so... They were like looking at bus schedules and trains, and no. it ended up costing me a lot more because I had to pay for a few more extra days accommodation. Oh, so you paid for it? See, that's a good, you know, like at well, least, at least she's a good kid. She's yeah. a good kid. She's she's, she's a little disorganised. Yeah, it was my fault, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. I'm sure Fair they enough. still love you. And yes. she's, are you right now? Do you, do you have like sort of um, you know post traumatic stress about? like travel agencies now and, and booking oh, flights? Oh, honestly, any time I've tried to plan anything, I mean, not since COVID hit, but any time I've tried to plan anything yeah. since, it's yeah. just like a big family joke. She's, like, the, she's the only oh, person... Her planet. She's the only person we know who's like, amen for lockdowns. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one can possibly travel anywhere. This is a dream. I love it. Oh, Cheers, Marissa. Thanks, Marissa. Beautiful stuff. Let's uh, Rach in Badrum. Hello. Hello. Tell us, when has poor preparation cost you? No, I don't know. Um, I was in year seven, so probably like 12, yeah. and my mum basically let me have a Halloween little gathering at my house. So uh, she went and bought all the decorations, all the lollies. Like, And my family's not a big Halloween kind of family, but, you know, I wanted to be cool. So she set it all up, got it all, everything. Um, and then it was Halloween day, and that is when I decided to tell everyone at school that I was having people over. Uh, so everyone had already organised where they were going, and I went home to a big decorated front porch and uh, inside the dining room tables full of candy and decorations everywhere. And I was like, oh, yeah, you no forgot, one's coming. You no forgot to invite yeah. everyone. I genuinely yeah, feel so really... Yeah, I told everyone on the day. Yeah, but yeah. don't feel bad to, that no one came. She told them on the day they're 12. I know, but I still feel they're really 12. emotional. If you want a 12-year-old to do Something you need notice. Oh, that feels, got, you know, it feels very much like a trigger for me. Did I have like a, a no, birthday you know party it's, that it's, I've repressed? It's because you've you, no you, you, you've, you've you've invited everyone today to your thirtieth, and I reckon about two people have RSVP. Oh, okay, all right. Hey, I'm one of the two, <laughs> so you just lost your invite. Yeah, don't take it out on me, thanks. Rach, uh, we would love to give you a Hart and Huntington tattoo voucher. They're on Hastings Street in Noosa. $165 to spend there. It is all yours, my friend. Hopefully that makes up for the party. No one rocked up tattoo, to. You can tattoo on your arm. Remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> invitations. <laughs> And Bex. Uh, folks, uh, I don't know about you, Chains, but I'm loving SAS Australia and I don't normally do free-to-air TV that much. Mm. You know, it's just been an amazing series, I think, because it's so different to regular reality TV. It's physically challenging, it's mental, there are real characters there and, mm. you know, there have been people, you know, like uh, Jet Kenny from the sunny coast you get to follow along with and whatever else, really watch it, but the standout, not just for me, but for my wife, more so because I I had a, like a lot of Aussies, had a different opinion of this woman wrongly mm. before everything started. Yana Pittman. Yep. Absolute freak. Like, and I mean that in the, in the best possible way. When you look at this woman, of course, dual Olympian. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was, uh, I think she was world champion in hurdles from memory. 400 hurdles too, so don't 
you know, it's running the longest sprint as yeah. well as jumping over things. She always wore the really cool sunnies. Not really cool. They were, yeah, they like were cool I would back wear them, but they were like the, the yeah. speed sunnies well, that like yeah. wrapped around your face. Yeah, now you look like a drug dealer. Yeah, if you will. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyhow, she does all that and whatever else. And she was much maligned at the time when I was younger, when I was about your age. But she's gone away, uh, become a doctor. She's a mother of four. She was six months postpartum. When she so after a pregnancy, mm. when she went on SAS, so much so that earlier in the in the show she weed herself involuntarily because of the lack of pelvic floor, which happens to women, of course, um, uh, post pregnancy, and it's a real thing. And she's still going, mate. Last yeah. night she trained until she fell over. She's in the final four, right? Yeah. It's her, the poo, John Stephenson, and Sam Burgess. Why is there a piece of poo there? You know what I'm doing, mate. Mark Philippus. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yana so has bad. revealed in her media commitments today that she's no longer a mother of four. She's soon to be a mother of six. What? She's pregnant. She feels pregnant straight after. So six months before SAS, she was pregnant. And then after SAS, she fell pregnant straight away with twins. Okay. She now, got out of, straight out of the camp and then went home to her husband and did a bit of celebrating. Look at you. You've been reading family planning books, haven't you? <laughs> Finally figured out Just how figured it all happens. What was the I'm for? Was that the the door closing or the light going off? A bit of a, a bit of both. I don't know. Okay, go on. Tell You're the story. most awkward person ever. So uh, here's the the part which is quite interesting. So Yana, she scans herself at work. She's a doctor now. Mm. Uh, she scans herself at work. Figures out she's pregnant. She's, mm. And like uh, most women, she waits until she's at a certain point. Usually around twelve weeks. A lot of people like to tell. During that time, she had to tell her bosses that she was pregnant because she was assisting in a cesarean operation and she puked into her mask. <gasps> it went through her, her goggles, <gasps> through her hair. That is not where you want to vom. That is not where you want to vom. Can you believe it? At least it didn't go like in the baby's face as Poor it was coming woman. out. But what know? a tank. She just got on with it, washed up, scrubbed out. Happy days. That is insane. Well, you know what? It happens to the best of us. Yes. Um, I'm not a dual Olympian, and yep. uh, nor am I a doctor, but I've spewed in some interesting places. Yeah. I used to have performance anxiety when I was a kid when it came to anything now sporting you've just stopped related. Performing. <laughs> yeah, now I'm like pff, over it. Don't even care. Um, I vomited in a rowing race yes. on my, the, my teammate's back. Oh, God. You know, you go forward, you pull, you mirror. Straight in her back. I vomited on the side of a basketball court. I vomited on many netball courts. Yes. The whole shebang. You name it, I vomited there. There you go. Well, that's where we're headed. I know it's necess- <laughs> not necessarily home time chat, folks, but in the honour of the great Yana Pittman, where have you spewed? Paige, where have you thrown up? Um, so I, when I was pregnant, I got incredibly sick, obviously, mm. uh, all the time. Uh, one time I'm driving home, very close to spewing, trying to pull over, just as I pull over, I didn't quite make it out the door and spewed all over my windshield, dash, steering oh, wheel. No. You know, um, everywhere. You know what I do in that situation, Paige? Because it's happened to yeah. you heaps. Well, yeah, I do have a six-month pregnant wife at home. I've seen a lot of throwing up in the last six months, to be honest. But uh, in that situation, I just walk away from the car, I reckon. I reckon you've <laughs> yeah, got to cut your losses. You need a new vehicle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I pretty much just sobbed all the way home. I just sobbed quietly all the way oh. home as best I could. Also threw up in a rubbish bin out the front of the hospital and peed while I did that as well. So that was pretty impressive. Hey, you well. know what? Don't don't be crestfallen about that. That is multitasking at its finest. That is so true. Yeah. That is so true. And you know what? You're getting rid of your liquids. <laughs> at both more ends. ways than one. At both ends. That is impressive. Hey, if you could do a triple play, that's even <laughs> more impressive. Let's go to Ange in Sippy Downs. Ange, where have you thrown up? Uh, this is actually a chain spew. Um, <laughs> I love this. I too... 
<laughs> I too used to row, and I rode in an eight skull. Yeah. And um, it had been storming where we used to row, and somebody had had an 18th birthday party the night before, and two-thirds of the boat had been on the at the party, and... We had to do a run first, and so pretty much everybody had heaved at the run Mm -hmm. and thought it was all over with. And so we got in the boat, we're rowing away, and one of the girls at the front of the boat um, started sort of screaming, oh, no, oh, no, and she threw up, and as she threw up, it was like a chain effect. Everybody but the people who hadn't been at the party... Saw it going past and just started. So, do, do, do you mind if I ask Ange what seat you're in? Um, well, I was in the second seat, so I was the so, second one to go. Yeah, so you, you were in seven. You're sitting up the front, oh. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and you could have held it back, but you couldn't. And oh, the, I couldn't. It was just the sound, the smell, and yeah. then the poor old oh, Thompson at the end. By the time it all got down to her, she was as wide as a ghost. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. Tell you what, that it's is hard awful. enough getting up on those early mornings, isn't it, and hitting the water without someone puking in the boat, yeah. let alone eight of you. Fair dinkum. I feel you. I've been there, Great done that. effort. I did it. I did, you know what? I actually did it um, 1K into a 6K regatta. Oh, so God. think about this. And I did it on myself. Okay. So one kilometre in, I was just so overcome with the nerves and, and the exertion vomited and then they start lifting the rate and all that sort of stuff and I did uh, the last five kilometres covered in my own... Why you know, are we doing this? I'm feeling sick just why, talking about it. Why are we doing it? this? Because look at how many people are calling. Okay, all right. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Lee is in Britannia. Uh, my dear, where have you spewed? Um, it was in my 20s and sure. my girlfriend, we used to go to the, the local pool and they had a sauna and so she said, come on, let's go into the sauna. And so we got in there and it was fine for, I don't know, about 15 minutes. And I said to her, look, this is really hot. I'm not feeling too flash. And she's going, no, 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 just, it's, it's fine. You'll be fine. And I spewed in the sauna. In the sauna. sauna. You didn't get any on the coals, did you? Well, no, I just missed that because I was making my way out the door and didn't quite make it. And then the next... The next week we went down and it was all um, taped up. <laughs> out of, you, turned out the, of you turned it into a crime scene. <laughs> had to do a deep clean. I did. Sharon yeah, did a spew barbecue inside, oh, didn't she? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, Lee. Lee, you know what? But at least it led to this very moment. Thank you exactly. so much. Um, and to everyone listening in your cars, we hope that you've held it together for the I last know, 20 I'm or just so. BRB, just go and go spew in the bathroom. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 BFM.